Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and I'm Jason Connell. On the show today, I'm joined by Patreon superfan Brian Rumfolo. Good to have you here, buddy. Happy to be here. Did I say that right or did I mess it up again? Rum, Rumfolo? No, you got it right. You got okay. it right. It's easy, but it's tricky. I got to say, <laughs> but so happy to have you on the show and happy that you became a Patreon and fan of the show. That's like a super fan level of the show. And you became a Patreon way, way back in June 23rd, 2021. You started at Strike Hard, yeah. but then you wanted to be the first to know Mercy and you were. So congrats. I did. Crease would be proud of your status on that. <laughs> but that's all I ever hoped for that's in my it. life. That's it. Just, I want, I want my life goals have been achieved. <laughs> so we'll kind of start with the Patreon, and then we'll go backwards a little bit about you. But how did you even like jump in and become a Patreon? Because that's a big level. That's like people doing an Apple five-star review. I say it's five-star. An Apple review is even like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, What made you support the show, which we are honored by, I should say? So I did not watch the show initially on YouTube. I watched like a few preview episodes, but just okay. couldn't bring myself to do the YouTube red. So then I jumped into it uh, when I went to Netflix and um, my wife and I have a little bit of an age gap where Karate Kid was a massive thing for me and nothing for her. <laughs> so uh, after I went through it, I was like, I need to talk to somebody. I need to hear somebody talk about it. And I started looking for a podcast that discussed it, uh, just get more into it. And yeah. I tried a few out. And when I landed on you guys, I'm like, this is this is the right one. Awesome. Uh, and just binged it. And then when you added the Patreon, like I uh, I was like, I have to support this because it's I, I, I really enjoy this. And uh, your banter, your style, and I followed you on to uh, That's a Crime as well. And Oh, nice. Yeah, so I, it, it, was, it, it hit my sweet spot just perfectly. I was like, I have to support this. So, And then whenever I heard you say, Nobody had stepped up to to no mercy. Yeah. I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. Like, I want to be the guy. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> so, that made us so excited. And when you wrote that, I was like, this is great, Sal. <laughs> this is awesome. We just did Patreon because I heard it on other podcasts. I was like, well, maybe this is another way. And then it was like crickets forever, right? right. And then we had... The first one, the OG, and actually I'm going to have an interview with her as well. And then it was like, oh, people could do this. And even if it's just one, it was an honor, you know, because it is, it's that extra yeah. level. We know we have listeners because we can track numbers, but it's so detached. You know, it's like, oh, there's numbers and I'm looking at numbers. So the engagement <laughs> really makes it something, you know, besides Patreon, just yeah. a message from a fan is like, wow, great. Now, hopefully it's a good message and not, hey, you guys messed up here, here, and here, and here. Now, usually it's positive and that helps because it's, right. it's, this is like, it's not a labor of love, but really, if you add up the time, it kind of is. <laughs> it just, it's just how it, it is. Has, it has to be. You know, you're giving your time to discuss this thing with people. and uh, Yeah. Eventually, to build a podcast company, you just got to be in that lane and you just got to build. You got to have lots of content. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to start this. You need proof of concept. And that's what we're doing. And every episode is a joy. So amazing to have you on a Patreon. And let's go into more about Brian. Like, where are you from? What do you do? Although I know a little <laughs> bit about what you do. I'll save that. But like, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pennsylvania, in the oh. rural part, which is most of Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> like Western, central, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So do you, have you ever heard of a town called Clarion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where Clarion. Clarion is about probably a half an hour or hour and a half from where I grew up. Yeah. Wow. I I've been there. Well, my girlfriend, Sophia, grew up there. 
in Clarion. And I went there and nice. checked it out. I was like, this is a cute little quintessential Pennsylvania town. It was really quaint. And she yep. has a place in the Poconos and we stay there. Sometimes we drive from okay. Boston. So I'm learning Pennsylvania, big state, big state for the East. Yeah, Lots of, is. you know, got two football teams in there. So it's a big state, but that's amazing. So you loved it. You grew up playing sports. Seems like uh, you have uh, to, if you live there. No, I was, what? I was terrible. I, I, I was, I, I was the artsy kid. I was the artsy kid. I was not the, uh, the, the athletic. The kid. I was always a little small for my age. So yeah. So it didn't it didn't go my way that as far as athletic ability. Okay, well I made that assumption because of your career. So let's shed light on what you do, which I think is fascinating and did leading up to this. <laughs> it's funny. You're not the first one to think that. Uh, no, I work in pro sports, creative. Uh, I'm a creative director with the Memphis Grizzlies currently, uh, and I've nice. worked uh, for the Tennessee Titans previously, and then actually Grizzlies before, then Titans and Grizzlies again. So. So. Those who don't know, NBA, NFL, NBA. So that's, yeah, right. you really, that's amazing. And you, what, you work in like graphics and do, do you create logos mm -hmm. and imagery and videos or? Yeah, I mean, I do logos and, and print design, advertising, marketing, but I've started in the last three, four years, I've specialized more in motion design on that oh, side. So yeah. if you go to a game, the arena boards with all the animations and things like that, I'm, I'm either doing them or directing them. Um, and oh, so you have to go to every home game, kind of maybe road game too. But I don't actually. Oh. We load everything into our system, and our broadcast team is the one that implements it. So, like, we're not actually oh, nice. running it. We're, we're we're creating the assets for them. Well, you can go to the game then and just relax and watch the game, which I enjoy doing. Yeah, that's awesome. I can imagine. <laughs> well, I love the NBA, but I really love NFL. So, I and it maybe it was not as glamorous. It's a whole other thing. But from a spectator standpoint, I love the NFL. Uh, a lot. So I, I'm just blown away you're in pro sports. So kudos on you. That's a wonderful yeah. track. Remind me, who is your team? Who's your NFL team? Well, I follow the league, Brian, but my team uh, team, my, my child. No, no, no. I have a team. But when they're not, <laughs> when they miss the playoffs, I just keep going and watch everything. Uh, my team is now called the Commanders. We, we ah, switched okay. and we have our owners in the news for all the wrong reasons constantly. Right. But when I was yeah. a fan as a kid, we had a different owner who used to own the Lakers, Jack King Cook. We had Joe Gibbs. I didn't know at 11, 12, 13, up to 17, 18, I had the golden years <laughs> was my team mm. winning three Super Bowls in a decade. And then it's like, this is how it is. And, uh, you know, suffering from then on out. However, I've not walked away. <laughs> I've kept my fanhood in check and I watch every game, but I do like now I live close to Foxborough and I'll go to a practice or a game just because I like the league. Right. So I am, a, yeah. I love my team, but I like the whole league has just changed so much in the last 20 years. It's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania. So uh Steeler fandom Steelers. is incredible. I live so. with a Steelers fan, so I know how ah. that is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but we're AFC NFC, so and they're kind of rebuilding okay. now. So it's like we're helping each other out. Like, no, no, you just signed this guy, and it's kind of cute. But if we ever meet in the yeah, Super yeah, Bowl, yeah. that would be a divided household, I would think. I met my wife at a, a sports bar watching a Steelers game, actually. So get I think, out you know, of we, here. We, if we had, had no. If we'd have had that divide, I don't know, it might have been a problem. Yeah. We worked it all out. That's awesome. All right. So let's delve in here. Grow up. Sure. Pennsylvania. Did you immediately connect with the Karate Kid? You said you're a huge fan. So was it instant when it came out? How old were you when it came out? Or did it take time? And like someone has an old VHS copy and you fell in love with it or... Do you remember? I know I saw it on VHS. I know I didn't yeah. see it in the theater. Okay. Uh, but I remember I remember renting it 
and oh, that's being cool. like the kid who got picked on and 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 you know got bullied a lot for being the smaller one like daniel was yep. yeah I, I fell in love with that movie i was like in the yard doing crane kicks yeah <laughs> you know, like trying to pretending that i was oh no absolutely that's i think awesome. i drove my parents a little crazy with that that's awesome so when the karate kid 2 comes out part two what'd you think mm-hmm. fan immediately yeah it was the karate kid i mean i think three yeah. was the one i had trouble connecting with but two like <laughs> yeah and, and I, I remember like doing like the, the oh, yeah. secret of the miyagi family karate and all that stuff and like i got one of those drums and i was put it on a shelf and i was sitting in my room and do that oh yeah i, I loved the okay. whole thing i had the yeah, action they're, figure they're with kicks so but then three comes out less connected i was you know the wrong age i was ready to t- i was tuning out i was 18 19 it's like this come on this has gone to this is jump the shark Right. Yeah, I think it was in those years too, where it's like, eh, okay, let's move on to something else. Exactly. Oh, there are girls now. Like that's, I think that's <laughs> totally Karate Kid. What? But however, <laughs> if you go watch it now, I am learning little nuances and things. And of course, now that Terry Silver has become such a mainstay mm-hmm. in Cobra Kai, there is a lot to love in the first one. Even the ridiculous, thing, well, except for the All Valley, which I'll never get over. It, just recut the movie and let's yeah, fix the All Valley. Yeah, getting a pass straight through to the finals yeah. and all that. And it's just tacked on. It's like here we are, one fight where the you know the originals like. That's a whole act in the movie. It's a character, the yeah. atmosphere. Like I remember getting into karate and going to tournaments, thinking of that in my mind. It just it planted that. So seed. did I. You know, it was so like this I. is bigger than life. But the third one, yeah. everyone was just getting a paycheck. But there's still some beauty there. They filmed the Enos House in L.A., which is just gorgeous. Which I can't believe they even got the Blade Runner house. So Brian, let's skip ahead to the next Karate Kid. Now that that's become kind of okay to talk about because the opportunity of Julie potentially joining Cobra Kai and Mr. Miyagi, his last performance, if you will, as, you know, Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. But did you see that one or did you hold off or? No, I still, still never have one. <laughs> I need to go watch it on Netflix. I should have done it to prepare for this today, but I, I haven't. No, I well, haven't Here comes the trivia for the next Karate Kid. Are you ready? No, no. Um, okay. Let's yeah, see you should. Uh, you, I got a 50-50 shot. Well, maybe yeah, you do. It. You do. You should definitely see it. It's worth seeing, especially if indeed she comes in the fold of the show. So Yeah, that'd be amazing. I know that you became a fan of our show, but tell me about discovering it. You mentioned it was on Netflix. So had you been hearing about it, whispers about it on YouTube? And you're like, yeah, were you dismissive? No, no. I heard rumors about it. I saw I watched all the trailers that came out and I was real excited about it. Um, and they let you watch the first two episodes free, I think. Yeah. That's on YouTube, right. right? So I did watch the first two episodes and, and I was like, I'm going to subscribe to this at some point and watch them all. And I just never did because I just couldn't bring myself to add that as yeah. another subscription service. Yeah, but nor could they get um, subscribers. So don't worry, you're not alone there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did see YouTube. on YouTube the other day that that they still have it on there and I there's a, still a fee to watch it. Yeah, I saw that. It's I was like, like, seriously? So then you finally, what Netflix yeah. brings it over and that like, that blew the show up. I mean, that was oh, yeah. massive, massive. I had no, we saw our numbers going from like this modest little fan base and we're like, this is working. And it was like, wait a second, Sal, are you looking at this? Because the whole world was like looking for things like you, like I need more. I, who's talking about it? So that was it. Immediately right. hooked, you're in and you become a big fan ever since of the show. Yeah. And I, I love what they've done with it. Yes. I, I'm not that you've ruined my childhood guy at all because you know things change. Yeah. But every time they remake a property and then they just turn it into this really jokey premise, like yep. they did with 
like uh, Dukes of Hazard, which is other problems. Uh, but other shows that they've taken and brought back, they're like, ah, oh, it's kind of funny now, right? And yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to see that. And uh, that they treated it so lovingly. And I mean, it's still oh, got man. silly, campy bits in it. But um, oh, yeah, I just I think the way, even in like the new trailer, when yep. uh, when when he says uh, I'm gasoline, I'm like oh, this is this is I love this show more than any show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> These showrunners are so talented, and for yeah. them to get the right, it's in the right hands. Like they've made all the right decisions. Like they they're even mm. following what us fans want. Like oh yeah, that's right, they brought Chosen back, or there's Yukie, or everything just work so i know i am always just trusting where they take us but i have some wants right i have some ask oh, yeah. like i want to see mike barnes i'd love to see julie pierce give me some freddie fernandez even as a cameo just but they're doing those yeah. things the little you know bringing chosen back and rehabilitating him is like next level how i never in a million years saw that one coming now i'm a huge chosen fan <laughs> i know me too like i'm gasoline i'm like oh chosen's amazing uh no even like the little girl from karate kid 2 that he saves exactly. in the storm like bringing her back in the same actress it's like this they love this property and uh it shows and it's it's been a lot of fun to follow along with absolutely so what do you want to see in season five brian what what are your ask I want Johnny and Daniel to just really, really get like on the same page. Finally, totally. <laughs> like, I'm with the you few on times that. that they do. Yeah. It's amazing. It's I beautiful. Know. The few times that they do, I'm like, guys, just put your stuff aside. And like, just this, yep. I think they might in this one. I think this is um, it too. There's so many other enemies at play and Terry Silver's big and he's brought Chosen in and Chosen wouldn't probably stand for their antics. I wouldn't think. I mean, no. well, well, Chosen and Johnny get along. I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you on that. And do you want to see Mike Barnes come in? I do want to see Mike Barnes. And he, uh, I, I haven't seen anything. I've tried to stay away from checking anything official, but yeah. um, like I've seen little bits of him popping up on things, like yeah. sort of hinting at it. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I'd be really interested in that. But yeah, to go back to what I was saying about how they, um, you, what you said actually about how they make all the right decisions, like the way they brought Allie back when they brought her back, and the, everything that was going on with Johnny's character was like, no, I don't want her to come back and, and get in the middle of this right. whole thing. But then the way yeah, she ended up Carmen. being yeah. the thing that brought Daniel and Johnny to, together in a way to look at each other and like, this is, you guys are not that different. It was uh, so perfect. It really yeah. was. Yeah. But, getting uh, her back I'm, was I'm a big, that was huge. That, well, I forget how massive that was. And the way they kept it under wraps, like literally, I didn't know until it comes on screen and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. The show that has the ability to do that is an amazing show. I mean, when you saw that Allie accepted the friend request on Facebook, I'm like, they wouldn't show that unless yeah. they had some kind of something like they have something coming. Schwarber. So yeah. I was just curious what it was <laughs> and seeing her was great. Yeah, it absolutely was. So where do you think, Brian, that the Cobra Kai karate kid franchise is headed? Because shows can't last forever. Not good shows. Mm -mm. I mean, this isn't a soap opera. I mean, I guess you could call it a soap opera, but it's not that. It will have an end date. Maybe it'll have some spinoffs, which we've definitely, Sal and I have talked about. I want to see a Miyagi show or Miyagi-Do show for sure. But yeah, what do you that would think? be amazing. Wouldn't it be like going back to the origins and obviously all new cast, but it's really about yeah. karate and the origins. And, and it's a different thing, but it just kind of feeds the, that's all that's missing from Cobra Kai is really Miyagi. Honestly. Yeah. And I completely agree. And the few pieces that they've given you have been like so nicely done. Like the, uh, totally. whenever uh, Daniel sees the fisherman that reminds yep. him so much of Miyagi, even though it's not the character, 
that moment is just so wonderfully beautiful. And then seeing him build the yeah, dojo in the backyard exactly. and the shot of the shoulder. I mean, the little pieces of him you get and uh, the flashbacks every now and then are just so well woven in there. I think I would love to see it go prequel like that because the pitch that it's rising to in the show is is beyond like, i thought it was a fever pitch in like the animosity between them yeah. between the dojos before and it just seems to keep escalating past that i was like i don't know what the next thing is oh, beyond yeah. that so i think for sure what you're suggesting like prequeling it and and, and going back and, and learning more about miyagi would there's so much there that they could do. And it wouldn't stop you from making other shows because you could. I, I always think that no. Kreese could go off and do whatever he wants because that character is larger than life, depending on what happens to yeah. him. Do you ever think there could be another movie? Yeah. I think, so I, think, I, would, I think I would rather see personally if they spin it off with some of these younger characters after Cobra Kai is over. I kind of think I'd rather see it as a movie than, than a show personally. Yeah. Because... I don't know. I don't have a good good defense for that. I, I think if you're looking at, uh, you know, being a fan nostalgically from when you were a kid, I think number one would be the Miyagi thing. But I think we all love the new characters, but never going to love them quite as much as we love Daniel and Johnny and Chosen and Allie and all those characters right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, you know, it might be good for for the younger audiences, yeah. but, but yeah, I think I, I think I'd like to see like a movie or two. That'd be good. Yeah, I've heard from some fans that you know they want to see Hawk have his own show. It's like, you know what? You probably could do it. I don't know where that story is, but spinoffs happen. I mean, Frasier was a huge hit yeah. outside of Cheers. It, it happens and it can be a whole different vibe and tone. And that's why I think Miyagi doesn't stop any of that other stuff from happening. It's just, it's there for the picking, yeah. right? Somebody, the right yeah. person would want to do it. It would embrace martial arts, which I'm totally for. And I, I definitely want to see that happen. And I, nor do I want to see the show get stale. Right. I'm all for shows no. bowing out early and then I'll want to revisit it again and again rather than, well, that one season, you know, where it's jumping the shark. I, this show hasn't done that. And I hope they refrain from that. Yeah. I thought at one point they were going to get close to doing that, but then yeah. they, they found the right decisions to make to kind of push it forward and bring the right characters in. And they, like Hawk was such a one note for a little while. Totally. And then they redeemed him and then brought him a lot more depth and character to him. Yeah, I could I could see a Hawk spinoff working in some level. They've done some incredible things. I mean, from certain kids becoming bullies and like Kenny's his thing and Anthony turning from a bully to being bully. Like there's so much going on. Like you go back and watch the original movie. It's just easy to follow. It's Daniel's story and it's incredible. And it's a wonderful right. movie. It's like the Rocky <laughs> for kids, but this show is just like, it's I mean, got, and there's a lot of, a lot of like common DNA there too. Anyway. Totally. Yeah. But now it's like, what's going on over there? There's so many storylines. It's really fascinating. It's beautifully orchestrated. And I am excited that we don't have to, wait as long for season five it's coming well, fast and they finished filming five before four even came out right yeah that's how they've been doing it so we know there's going to be a five i'm assuming a six and if they wanted to bow out or take a break or you know launch some, some of these other things that's fine with me so brian here's the biggest question of the day what do you want to see from let's talk cobra kai <laughs> <laughs> i mean besides uh, fantastic being a guest commentary <laughs> Uh, fantastic commentary to continue. Uh, no, just like the banter and the, the breaking episodes down and, and kind of like the, even I love the uh, on location stuff you guys randomly oh, do. Uh, that kind of stuff is just <laughs> so fun. I want to see more interviews with cast. That's what I want to see. All like, right. I can't I can't figure out why more of them haven't come over to you guys and embraced you as the podcast to go to. Thank you, Brian. And we agree. That used to kind of like 
bother me. And it's like, you know what? Let's just keep doing what we're doing. And so I didn't put as much energy recently because we've just, we, all of a sudden we have a full plate and I have many other shows. So it's like, well, let's just keep going after Janelle Kerfman, the stunt coordinator. But then I got Daryl Vidal just recently and he reached out to me. So I think you just keep doing your thing, stay in your lane, make good content, great content. And we're probably going to get more of these requests. And that's fun because yeah, I don't want to just base our show only on interviews, but I've, I've loved the ones we've had. I'm sure at some point we could even revisit them because things change, right? Oh, yeah. There's more to, to talk about. They were like all secretive and I'm not a guy trying to have breaking news. I just want to get to know them. But there's more to come. And listen, Daniel and Johnny, we want Ralph Macchio, William Zapka for sure. I mean, that would be like the crown jewel. But uh, thanks. That's good to hear. Good indeed. And also oh, yeah. have you as a guest. So we're doing that. We're fulfilling that dream of yours. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, no, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have been asked. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's such a great pleasure to have you on, to have you as a Patreon, to um, you know, really not just support with your time, but also some dollars. It helps. I mean, I was telling someone just earlier today, like you do it because you love it and eventually it could churn. But that little bit, even that little bit helps offset some of those costs because they just keep yeah. coming. New costs keep coming, new equipment. It's like, yeah, we need that. Yeah, we need, we're using new interface here to, to yeah. be able to have more guests Something on new. easier to make it easier for the guests. It's like, and now the podcasting space is so big. So everyone wants to charge you. So that helps so much, Brian. It really does. And we're very thankful. And is there anything else you want to say to the fans? Any thoughts? Because we have a lot of Cobra Kai Karate Kid fans out there. Any closing thoughts? <laughs> no, man, I don't. I don't feel like I'm the guy to give a rallying cry. But I will say, like, I feel like uh, it's a small thing to do to support you guys on Patreon. Um, there is a lot of content. That is, yes. there's no question. But uh, finding the creators who are really doing it well, and uh, the things that you love and you want to support, like just doing that is so worth it. So I would encourage anybody who's not doing that already to do it. There you go. That's Thank what you. it is. Wasn't fishing for that, Support but I'll show. take it. Well done, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. I mean, I could just go, no mercy. Is that, is that the better no, way to save go? That. <laughs> save that. That's coming. That's coming. I'm going to do, uh, so okay, okay, okay. do our Sorry. outro and then I'm going to have you channel your best Cree slash Sal as we end the episode. Oh yeah. So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast, as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. If you're a dedicated listener or a viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting justcuriousmedia.com. Okay, Brian, take it away. No mercy. Woo! Well done. <laughs> <laughs>